everyone. I'm back. <laughs> uh, hey. Wow. Okay, I have a quiet voice, but I'll try to talk loud. But yeah, I'm so happy to be back. I'm seeing new faces. So if you don't know me, I'm Michaela. It's weird to call myself Michaela and not Malaika because everyone calls me Malaika in Uganda. But yeah, um, I'm happy to be back and I'm happy to see all of you. I've missed you and I love you and thank you for praying and supporting me. Uh, let me pray and then I'll share some things with you. Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you so much for this church, for these people. And I pray that this morning you would bless them with testimonies of what you have done in Uganda. Lord, I pray that you would receive all the glory. It's totally about you, nothing about me. And so, Father, I pray that you would receive all the glory today. Bless them, um, and thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you've done. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. <coughs> My accent is like, doesn't know if I should speak with an English accent or Ugandan accent right now. So <laughs> it will be in and out, I'm sure. But yeah, first of all, I have to say greetings from the church in Kampala. They're called Every Nation Kampala. They, they called me yesterday to make sure that I would greet you. So <laughs> greetings from them. And some of them are online right now watching. So hey, guys, dancing, everyone, hey. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so let me just give you an overview of, of what I was doing. And I'm actually going to start from when I was still in the States. So <coughs> most of you know that... I was in Uganda last year at this time, from October to February. I came back in February to the States. And when I got back, the Lord told me um, not to work in a traditional sense, but just to focus on ministry, specifically one-on-one discipleship. And so I did. And that's how I met Abby Broyles. Um, And Abby and I ended up going to Uganda together. But Abby is a wonderful girl. Keep praying for her. She's still there. Um, But yeah, I'm really proud of her. And so... I was discipling her, and then during the summer of last, this past summer, um, I came to a point where either I needed to start working, um, I needed God to step in and pay my rent because I, had, I used all of my savings, or go back to Uganda, or anything else that God was willing. But I just surrendered and prayed to him, and he said, you're going back soon. And I said, okay. And a week later, Abby texted me and said, hey, do you want to go to Uganda with me? And I was like, sure, let's do it. So two weeks later, we were in Uganda. Um, And so I didn't really plan much before. I didn't know much about the organization. Of course, I called them. I checked their doctor and those things. But I didn't know much. Um, So I showed up working with Beyond Uganda. Um, They're a ministry that focuses on helping women and children. They do child sponsorship to help kids go to school. Um, They help kids uh, with school fees and with medical care, things like that. Uh, They also help women uh, through social entrepreneurship. So they like to, uh, women learn hairdressing and tailoring and those kind of skills. And so for me, I was mostly teaching teenagers. Um, I love teenagers. They're so weird. I love them. And so I spent most of my time with them, teaching them. Um, But Beyond Uganda has three locations in Uganda, of course, Beyond Uganda. Um, So one is in Kampala. That's where I was at. It's right next to a university. And then the other two are in eastern Uganda and more of a rural setting. And so I was mostly in Kampala, but I visited those other organizations just briefly. Um, But when I went to Uganda, when I went to Beyond Uganda, I found a church called Every Nation Kampala. And Every Nation Kampala is an awesome church. They love discipleship. They love training and equipping young people to send them out to share the gospel with the world. And so they're a lot like us. And their main audience is university students or people around that age. Um, Yeah, and so I found basically the refuge there, but they're just growing. They're just starting. 
Um, and I fell in love with that church. They're very connected to Beyond Uganda. They're on the same compound. And so as I transitioned through my time there, I started working with both ministries instead of just Beyond Uganda. So I'll talk about both of them. Yeah, I hope I'm making sense. <laughs> okay, so uh, when I first got there to Uganda, the Lord gave me this verse, and I ignored it. Okay, I didn't ignore it. I just, like, put it on a shelf and put it away because it's from the Old Testament. It's kind of, like, it's not in context, really. And can God use it? Yes. But I was like, eh, I don't know. But this is the verse he gave me, um, specifically the last part that says, Now the Lord has given us room and we'll flourish in the land. Um, for those that know my previous experiences in Uganda, you know exactly why God gave me this first. Um, my previous experiences were extremely challenging, hard, trial after trial, getting kicked out of organization after organization. Um, but, but this time, God gave me room. He gave me room to move, to teach, to do exactly what he was telling me to do, and, and, and room to flourish myself, but also the people I was teaching. Um, so, yeah. So these are my kids. Oh, they're not there yet. They're here. <laughs> no, they're there. Okay. There they are. Those are my kids, my teenagers. Uh, I got to work with them every Monday and Friday. They would come all day, and I would, um, I would teach them, and Abby would teach them too. Um, but I love them so much, and God really moved in this group of teenagers. They are all from the slums, uh, very poor, very poor backgrounds, very poor lifestyles, but... Uh, they all surrender to Jesus. There's things that I always teach every time, and they're the gospel. I always teach the gospel, of course. I always teach on surrender. I always teach on forgiveness, on trials, on the character of God, and on who they are in Christ. Of course, there's other things that come in when, whenever the Lord says so, but those are like my main teachings that I'm going to teach every time. And these kids surrendered to Jesus, and it was so beautiful. They started coming, like confessing sin, telling us what their struggles were, um, many of them chose to forgive. There was a day that my boss, uh, it's weird calling him my boss because he was like a big brother, but his name's Ruben. He came to my class and he was, he was asking the kids what they had learned. And it was like within my first three weeks. So I was kind of scared. Like my boss is asking the kids what they're learning. So I was scared, but uh, the kids started answering and, and they weren't like copying an answer or just mimicking something I said they were really answering and you could tell it was from their heart that they had truly learned something and then Ruben started calling on the kids that don't ever talk in class the ones that are very quiet the ones that don't seem like they're paying attention and and they all had an answer and so that was really cool to see that these kids are actually learning something um, yeah so I love them this is okay <laughs> there they are <laughs> okay yeah, okay, so uh, you can see the farther picture over there on your left. Yeah, I was teaching them um, who they are in Christ. That was my last day with them, actually. They're holding those bookmarks from Freedom of Christ Ministries, um, which was cool. And then the other picture is a going-away party they threw for me, um, and it was the sweetest thing. I cried the whole time. <laughs> but uh, they, they, my kids came and gave speeches about what they had learned. And, and this boy speaking, his name is Exuse. He's a refugee from the Congo, um, and he immediately became very attached to me and me to him. And he calls, he calls me his big sister now. He's added my name to his names, all of his names, so very sweet. But he, he's giving me a gift in this. He drew a picture. But, yeah, it was really sweet. Um, the kids just really said, like, we, we are so thankful for, for you coming, for what you've taught us and, and all of that. And I wouldn't have been able to teach them anything if I hadn't gone through trials before and if I hadn't taken time to get equipped. So, totally the Lord. 
Uh, here's more of the kids. Okay, there they are. Nope, they're not there yet. I don't know where they are. There they are. Okay. So every Monday and Friday, the place is just like full of kids. And these ones were um, eating lunch. I never worked very much with the younger ones because I love teenagers. Uh, but I taught them English sometimes. And yeah, I'm not a good English teacher. So that wasn't good. But it was fun. Then the other picture is uh, Papa Ronnie, who is the pastor of Every Nation Kampala. I had him come as a guest speaker to my class. And he taught on lordship, and he taught a very good sermon on lordship. Uh, if, the only one I've heard that's better is from Tad, so it was very good. But uh, the kids the kids really were surrendering things, coming and confessing sin, um, and taking it very seriously. And, and we got to see the fruit in their lives of that, too, that they were actually, like, changing um, because of that. Okay. And then, so another thing I worked on, should be coming, is um, a project called Brave Girls, and I wrote a curriculum. Is there? Okay, yeah, that's the one. Okay, so I wrote a curriculum for girls, teenage girls, ages 11 to 18 mostly. Uh, some of sometimes adults were coming into the class too, but uh, it was it's about girls maturing. It's about yeah, them just growing up and how to be women of God. And we would always do a Bible study and then teach them like some lesson about maturing as a woman. And this class was so awesome. The girls started opening up. Uh, we discovered cultural lies that they believe. Uh, we talked about the truth, and we found it in God's word. And, yeah, this picture on your right uh, with the girl standing, that day I shared my testimony with a group of girls. This was in eastern Uganda by then. But I shared my testimony with them, and I shared the gospel with them, and those ten girls surrendered their lives to Jesus. And it was so cool. And actually, that day, I didn't even want to teach. I was like, I don't, I'm tired of teaching. But God was like, you have to. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then these girls got saved, and it was really awesome. So, yeah, glory to him. And then on my going away party, one of my girls spoke. Um, her name's Divine. She spoke, and she said, Malaika, <laughs> we, we don't know where we would be without Wednesday class with you. Like, we really don't know what we would be doing right now without Wednesday class with you. Most of these girls are right at the age where they, they want money, and the way to get money in Kampala is to sleep with men. And so that's one of the main things we talk about and, and, and teach them to wait and abstain. And so, yeah, that's Brave Girls Project. Uh, and these are some, okay, they're coming. <laughs> okay, when the slide comes, they're there. These are some of my boys from eastern Uganda. These boys were so hungry uh, for the Lord and for the word. They would follow me everywhere I went. And then if I sat down for any moment to eat, to just rest to anything, they would be right next to me asking me questions about the Bible, um, which was really fun. And so one time I was teaching in a different village near where they stay, and they raised their own money for transport to come so that they could hear the teaching. Um, and that day I taught on the character of God. God told me to teach on the character of God. And I love teaching that because it, it has changed my life. But the thing is, most people don't get it. So it's really frustrating when you teach it and people don't get it. But that day, people understood it. And, and if you're on my Marco Polo updates, I talked about this. I was so excited. Um, but I can't even explain. It's like God just swept through the room and exposed his character to everyone in it. And they responded in like such humility. Like They responded in just worship. Like The room just broke into worship. And, and of course, I cried. And, <laughs> like, it was just so beautiful and so powerful the way that, that God showed himself to these people. 
um, and, and my boys got to be there for part of it. And, and they still call me and they're asking me, like, give us more verses, tell us more, like, give us more. So they're really hungry and eager to learn. Sorry, I'm talking fast. I'm trying to make it in 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I've been in Africa where 10 minutes means an hour, so. <laughs> okay, so then let me switch over and talk about Every Nation Kampala now. Um, so Every Nation Kampala is the church that I was a part of there, um, and they're an awesome church, like really cool church. They're just starting, so they're very young, uh, but their heart for the Lord is evident and, and their desire for discipleship is really uh, matches with us. And so this far picture on your left, we had a, like basically we had an event where we had a lot of gospel artists come in and sing songs and do their thing, dancing, whatever. And it was like color party, you know, like, like throw color. Um, and then we shared the gospel and like so many people got saved and, and they came to church the next day, which was cool. Cause I was kind of like, I don't know, guys, is this, like, effective, really? But but people got saved, and the next day our church was, like, overflowing with people um, because of it. So that was cool. And then the other picture is just a group of my friends, and then Papa Ronnie, the pastor, and his wife, uh, Gara, are there in the middle. And so we just were hanging out. But the church became so much like a family to me. They loved me so well. They let me teach. Um, they let me share with him. And, and I also learned from them. Um, which was fun. This is the most solid church I found in Kampala. Actually, last year when I was there, um, even the time before, I had prayed, Lord, if there's one solid church in Kampala, take me there, because I couldn't find any. I'd visited so many, and none of them were solid. There's so many false teachers there. Um, And then I ended up moving to the village last time, so I thought God was saying there's no solid church. This time I came back, and I found the answer to that prayer in every nation Kampala. They're a solid church, and they love the Lord. Um, yeah, this is uh, from the camp. Some of you helped financially support the camp, so thank you for that. Um, it was awesome. A lot of people surrendered there, too, and got saved. But, yeah, Every Nation Kampala is a great church. Our programs were, like, of course, on Sunday we had church. Um, Tuesday they have a university fellowship. So university students are all living in our area. Like, the area is called Chikoni, and that's where university students live. And so on Tuesday they come and do Bible study, which I got to teach, which was awesome. And then on Wednesday, they have a prayer meeting, very similar to ours. Um, Thursday, evangelism on campus, which was so much fun. I loved going with them for that. And then Friday, we had um, Campus Connect, which is basically a giant party where all these university students come, and we dance, and we sing, and then they hear the gospel, um, and then they come to church. And so, and Saturday, we have discipleship class. That was the programs there. So I was intermixed in all of those things, um, discipling girls one-on-one, and in small groups um and my office was like always open and if if there were was not a child there a teenager there there was a campus student there coming to ask questions which i absolutely loved i love working with campusers so yeah that's like the basic overview of what i was doing um and then let me just quickly finish okay what yeah what i learned um i'm still processing what i learned i feel like i was going so fast for three months while i was there but what I, one big thing I learned is that I needed the trip before this. Some of you don't know, but the trip before this was extremely hard. I was kicked out of an organization for doing something that aligns with scripture. Um, and it was really hard. Um, but I needed that trip. It, it equipped me and it showed me. Um, yeah, it, it allowed me to feel the blessing of this trip more. 
Uh, when I think of this time, I was trying to think of one word to describe it, and the word that came to my mind is fun. Like, it was just fun. I got to serve God, I got to love his people, and they loved me, and it was really sweet. Um, and then what you should know about Uganda right now, these people are hungry for the word. They're hungry for discipleship, for genuine discipleship. Um, there's a lot of false teachers, which is sad, um, but, but they want to know um, God's word, especially the ones I was working with. So... What next? Um, Every Nation Kampala has offered me a full-time position, uh, working with them, doing women's discipleship, women's small groups, um, working with campus students, and and still with teenagers a little bit. I haven't fully committed, so I'm asking you to join me in praying for that. Um, But it seems like it aligns with God's best, so join me in praying. They want me in February, so we'll see. But I think that's it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for loving me, for praying for me, for keeping in touch while I'm away. This church is awesome, and I'm so blessed by you guys. And you make coming home easy, coming back here. So let me pray, and then, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Okay. Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. Again, Father, I thank you so much for this church. Um, And, Lord, I thank you for what you did in Uganda. Lord, thank you that there are people there that that love you and and God you love them and and you teach them and you care about them and I pray Father that you would continue growing um, beyond Uganda and every nation Kampala continue blessing them bless Abby while she's still there Lord and Father I pray that you would teach them God and grow them and make them a mature church that loves you um, and and cares deeply about discipleship and I pray you would bless this family too I'm blessed by both and I love them and I love you and I pray this in Jesus name Amen. Amen